Hi. Hello. I am Trisha Lynn. I am Jay. And we are Buzzy Teachers. Today, this episode is amazing. Amazing. Because it's it's what we're feeling right now and what we've been feeling for the last couple of months. So, it's the signs of I'm done. I'm done. Checked out, ready to go. Pack your bags. Let's go. It may be difficult to know when it's time to leave any position, but here are some signs that may suggest it is time for you to pack your bags and head out. All right. So if you um, can agree or um, uh, can relate to the following five statements, um, it might be a sign for you to uh, look for other opportunities. So peace, peace out. Yeah. Peace out. Girl Scout. Um, anyway, the first one is you don't feel like you're making a positive change, contribution um, to your school or your community or your students. You mean you're in the way all the time? Um, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, Still maybe. There. Yeah. Uh, the second one is you don't feel supported or respected by your administrators. Got that one. Done. Okay. The next being... You feel like you're not making any progress. No, not achieving a lot of goals. Yeah, been there. And we're looking at one more. Got two more coming. You're no longer passionate about your job or the students that you teach. Well, maybe not the job, but I do love my children. Mm-hmm. And then finally, you feel like you're not making enough money, money, money. And efforts that you're putting in. So the money and the effort just don't connect. Mm-mm. Yeah, I have to say all five. So that means you're telling me I have to pack my bags? I mean, it's, you know, your choice. It's everyone's choice. I know there's a lot of circumstances and different um, barriers that, you know, are in a, in a, in our, a lot of our lives. And so... It's your decision, you know, but ultimately, you know, your happiness and your well-being should come first. And so I always encourage, always encourage that. Um, But yeah, it's it's time for us to go. I'm out of here. I I can. Oh, you can relate. I can relate myself to a lot of those um, statements. So, yeah. So a little bit of tidbit of us. We are both packing your bags and we are both leaving the current school and slash position that we're currently in. Yeah, I'm looking for the same position right now, but ultimately, you know. Somewhere else. Yeah, somewhere else would be nice. Yeah, same here. And I have to say that the process and that we're doing to get there is it's been pretty pretty interesting. So, yeah, here are some top reasons why I decided to leave the school district and not just the school. To me... I feel like I had to look at the overall pay. I had to look at all the different things the district was providing. One of the things that I really didn't like about the district was the assessments. Because as a teacher and a reading teacher, I will be giving a lot of assessments. And the the software slash program that I will be doing better be easy for me. And the current school district I'm at was not easy. It was complicated. It made life not fun. And so a lot of the things that the the current district I'm at is very scripted and very micromanaged. And I just, that's not the type of teacher I am. I want a little bit more freedom. So 
And I, I, I find it interesting because I feel like I, in my own position, felt like my administrators were never there. So, like, you got the micromanagement, but I, I, I didn't get a lot of that. And that's only because, um, you know, it's just different priorities. Mm-hmm. You know, your particular position is directly related to the academic growth and success of our students um, and, and many people's viewpoints. But for in my field, that priority for emotional learning and social learning is not prioritized often. No. And so you don't see that support coming from administration because, you know, priorities are elsewhere. And I don't, you know, I don't, I don't resent that as a priority because academics should be the forefront. Um, However, we have to combine those efforts with social emotional learning because as you've seen, <laughs> we the social emotional learning of our kids is lacking. It's and very lacking. It's not. There's not enough effort right now. I think in that, that department. I think school counselors are in need in every school, and the fact that some schools don't have school counselors is crap, because we do need counselors, and I don't think they should be doing anything but school counseling. <clears throat> You know, then their schedules are jam-packed and can't fit any counseling in is crap. And I think that's, I, I think for, I don't, for both of us, it sounds mm-hmm. like, I mean, the, the career growth opportunities are lacking because we're doing other things outside of yeah. our realm, our field. And so, um, it's, it's, I'm, I'm. In my in my field, if we're looking at like a MTSS tier model, I'm supposed to be right and uh, under my national expectations. I'm also only really supposed to be working with tier one and tier two students. Rarely do I ever work with tier three students. This is the first time in years where I've had to work with a tier three student who I know I'm I'm not. I'm I'm my my support is is way beyond um what he needs and or it's not enough of what he needs I'm sorry um so it, it's there's just gaps there's there's well, so many gaps I call it swiss cheese there's lots of holes yeah absolutely uh, I feel like my position is not only is it um like an interventionist I'm also a leadership and also um, assessment coordinator, which is fine, but it's just too many things. I mean, I think that I have too many hats and I can't get good at anything because I have too many things I have to do. So I'd rather just get good at one thing versus a lot of things. So that's just my two. So those are our stories that we come from and the reason why we decided to leave. Everybody has their individual story, yeah. but the reason why we're leaving the district is that our values don't agree with what the district is doing, yeah. So we decided to leave. Yeah, it's not a, it's not quite aligning um, as it as it once did. So, um, and 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 that goes into the idea of now that you're, I guess, in the mindset of like, okay, now that I'm leaving, that kind of changes a lot. That changes a lot as far as how you present yourself 
at the workplace. Mm-hmm. I know for me, I I felt a visible, like felt a very like, uh, yeah, like a, it's a, a visible change change in how I approached different things on my site because I knew what to expect. I knew what I was walking into. And so I felt as though I wasn't being treated as the professional that I was. And so, yes, my professionalism itself, it was tainted. It was matching what I was, what my, my job was requiring me to do. Um, of course, I'm keeping like, you know, I'm maintaining composure because at the very least I have to maintain composure. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, there's only so much you can do when when there are behaviors, there are there are issues that are out of your hands. It's out of your control. Yeah. Sometimes things happen and you can't control them. And so here it's just professionalism is it's hard. It's really hard, especially when you know you're done. Because if you're not being, you know, it's one thing for you to have a good attitude. Because I feel like most teachers are mm-hmm. good people when they start out in this career. I feel like many of us are passionate and, you know, we had certain things in mind. And then the rigors and the um, expectations of education can, you know, wear and, and jade you in a way. So, you know, some of us who were, you know, initial, you know, first-year teachers and, you know, had a good attitude every day, smiley. You know, a lot of us are jaded already in our third year because we've gone through the emotions of COVID and also now the effects of COVID after. Um, So as much as we want to have a good attitude, there are so many factors and so many different environments that we encountered throughout the day where there are people that are not treating each other with respect. And that goes, you know, just along with our students. A lot of our students just don't, haven't, haven't really learned those, you know, really fundamental um, skills for respecting others. Mm-hmm. And so it's not a lot of our students. I feel like the majority of our of, the students we've worked with in the past are very good at, you know, being respectful. But there are, you know, there's always a handful that want to always get under your skin. Yeah. There's some little sayings or little things that last week happened that I just... I'm glad that I we both put our resignation in this week. Um. And I'm very happy that that happened. And it makes me happy to say that I'm finally going to be done in a couple of months. But again, professionalism still has to happen. Respect has to happen. We still have a couple of months until May to continue in this position. And we will do it with class. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. You have to still maintain um, that bridge, the professionalism bridge. So looking forward, so now that you're done... You have to understand what's next for you. Are you done in education? Are you done in... For us, we're not done with education because at this particular time in our career, it's just the place, the district that we're having our problems with. It's not the overall career itself. It's just 
we love our jobs. We love what we do. It's just we need to find a place that we can call home mm-hmm. or for now and make sure we can find. I'm looking for a homeschool. I'm looking for a place that I, my kids can go to. I'm looking for um, just like different places for me to live. And so what I mean is, I'm probably going to cut that one out, but it's okay. Ding! <laughs> okay. I, so so tell me what your process was in looking for a new school district well, or a new site. A new site. Well, I was looking at different districts, and I was looking at the pay. I was looking at the location. And so I only applied for the locations that had the same pay as me currently. And then I looked at locations. So right now, I was looking at somewhere south of Phoenix called Levine, and I was looking at somewhere west and northwest of us. And I was looking at the pay and making sure that it could, like, I could live off of it. I looked at one location, and they were, like, 7,000 lower than me. <laughs> no. I looked. I didn't want to work in, any, like, east coast, east side. I say east coast because Phoenix is a very large, large city. I meant, like, it's big, but it's very, it's, like, miles of cross miles of city, not like New York where it's doing packed, where we're just like spread out a little bit because we're in a desert. But so I don't want to live on east side because it's just not something I want to live. I live on the west side. I like the west side. It's just where I like. <laughs> it's where I live. So that's where I want to stay. So I was looking for schools like location, location, money, money. And then I started looking at curriculum. I started looking at assessment programs because I again I left the district because I didn't agree with their assessment program so if they had the same assessment program I nixed it mm-hmm. no so I had an interview I went to a job fair and they said they had a, the program that we currently have and so I didn't know <laughs> I went somewhere else so that's a no I really like technology so I looked for that so I, I really studied like their insurance for my family I studied location I studied I studied so many places, like so many aspects of things, and I put pros and cons in there. And so one of the things you can look at is if the academics and the um, activities and everything kind of falls in what you want. I know it's kind of different for you, Jess. Yeah. So yeah. tell us about it. Yeah. I, in, some, in some ways, it's very similar um, to your process. Um, how, however, um, I came into this career moving to a new state, and so um, I'm not ready, quite ready to settle down roots. So on the one hand, I'm still looking, you know, I love Arizona. I'm still looking in the area, um, but I'm not holding myself back to looking elsewhere. Um, and I really enjoy that piece of my like like my field because there are so many places that need school counselors um so there's i primarily look for low performing schools and that's to be honest because a they will potentially pay better but at the same time those are the schools that i can potentially make the largest impact in and that's what i look for is what gaps do i see in the data more than academic data, but like even through, you know, uh, rates of suspension, rates of discipline, um, those, all those pieces of data are 
pieces of data are important in my work because um, the programs in which school counselors implement at their school are supposed to touch all aspects of the child's, you know, school um, school life. Um, and so when looking at that, um, that's how I kind of make my final decision as to, okay, this is a stu- the school that I can, you know, see myself in and making um, that lasting change. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's kind of always, that's how I go about it. Um, yeah. And it's... It, Honestly, it's always it's wor- always worked in my favor. This is how that's how I found my first school district, and um, you know things have changed since then. But it's okay, change is okay, and you just mm-hmm. move forward from it. But yeah. you know, looking for a new school district is very important. Um, yeah. But also, you know, making sure you get more than just the district level looking at the actual school site that you're mm-hmm. going to be serving, um, you know, down the population, down to, you know, the resources and for their parents and their staff, um, you know, as much as information you can get, get uh, it. Facebook and Instagram are really good resources for you. I went to every school I was looking to that was hiring for the position I wanted, um, and I looked at their Facebook to see how often they posted and see how diligent they were because a lot of schools use Facebook to announce to their parents and the school what they're doing like events and stuff like that and it's just a good marketing tool to bring community into the school and I really I I like using that as a marketing tool slash community tool because a lot of parents have Facebook it's just something that they they have so I looked at a lot of pictures, and there's a lot of pictures on Facebook, and so that's what I enjoyed. I really enjoyed that, and I found that there was a lot of, I learned a lot about the schools. Another thing you can do is job fairs. I went to job fairs, and I, I learned so many things from the job fair. I went to one job fair that I interviewed the teachers and said, how do you like working here? What do you like about it? What kind of resource do you have? Do you like the curriculum? Do you not like the curriculum? What kind of testing do you have? So, because they have all the answers that you're mm-hmm. looking for because you're doing the same job. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I and found very um, informational. So before I started to really dive into job hunting, I started to just go into thing. So there's that. So it's not all gloom and doom when it when it comes to you know, going on to your next position and, and finding somewhere new, it's it's just another opportunity for you to, like, show off your guns. And, well, yeah. not guns, like, like, literally, but, like, show off your, your flex, show off your, your efforts at... Your um, muscles. Yeah. yeah, your muscles. That's what I meant, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's so... It, it, it's, your, it's yourself tooting your own horn about you know, why you should be in the position over it, anyone else. It really helps you to know that you are edu- you are educated and you are a professional. And this is a job that people need. And it helps you to feel like you're really good about yourself, especially when you land the job. That's even the greatest feeling ever. So that's our episode today to know that it's okay to be done. It's okay to say yes to all those questions that we answered at the beginning of the episode because... You are worth it. You are a great teacher. You're a great educator, great counselor. You deserve to be in this field. 
and not burnt out by it. So there are many careers and many schools, many districts out there, many places to go to, to find where you fit. So don't settle on just staying miserable. Do something about it. Get out there. Say no to that contract. Do not sign that contract if you're, you said yes to any of those questions because you deserve to say no to all of those questions. Okay, and that's it, and that's our show. Thanks so much for listening. Have Thanks. a wonderful, wonderful week, everyone. Bye.